Hello, hello everyone, Sonia's here, or if you prefer, Skippy. I admit I listen to both names on an equal level. What is this podcast about? Well, it's called Skippy's Corner and it's about anything and everything. Whatever comes to my mind, be it connected to Toastmasters, to yoga, to mindfulness, to meditation, to tons of books... Which I love to pets, guilty pleasures, food, travel, you name it, and I probably would be very happy to talk about. I hope you like it, and if you can, please like, follow, share, and feel free to comment. There is a Facebook page called with the same name, surprise, surprise, Skippy's Corner, or use in the anchor the possibility to message just let me know if there is any topic i should be pouring my mind over and i hope you enjoy it let's go to today's episode hello hello everyone skippy's here for today i want to talk about the book i read i could say very accidentally Well, simple reason is, yes, I'm a member of two book clubs. Well, three, but the the baby one, the baby one, the Galaxy Milky Way one, that's a baby and, well, it's only starting. And the first theme supposed to be books that were published in last year, so in 2021, in case someone will be listening it. I don't know, in 10 years future time, God knows. I guess it might be stored somewhere. That's slightly scary thing, but okay. Back to to the reading part. Or the books that were translated from the original to either Slovak or Czech in the year 2021 to make it easier for those in the club who don't like to read in English. And the fact is... I've had prepared a very good choice. I took some time, I admit that. And you know, you already heard few of my friends I've been mentioning in the podcast. And three of them are members. You know, the Tolkien's IT cousin, that's one of them. That's my fellow establishing member. The girl that we together talked and we came with the idea to create this Milky Way stuff. Then there is my colleague and I use Olaf Jablonson, a nickname for him, because I love the other name, but well, I'm breaking my tongue on it. Therefore, just skipping that. Olaf is just someone who has just plenty of ideas And honestly, if you don't stop him, he will just spam you with uh, thousands of the ideas. Amazing stuff. And well, definitely he suggested several things. Well, I was thinking about different choice. And then, of course, there is Gertrude. We had few chats about what I could read. Anyways, I went through few lists on the Goodreads and I I made my choice. And I was teasing Olaf with that. Okay. Just wait, just wait. I'll you will see when you when I will be reading it. 
And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm waiting. I don't want to know. That lasted like three days. Then he started like, so what do you chose? What do you chose? What do you chose? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. It's like, come on, let's cool down. Let's cool down. Nothing's happening. And I created uh, our internal work chat and there are three of us and we're just talking. It's like, I need to know, I need to know. It's like, okay, I've chose this. Are you sure? It has quite low rating. I was like, yes, I'm, I'm sure. I'm 100% sure. I like it. And yes, it's not on the top of the tops. What I didn't count with was another friend from our book club who just randomly one morning. And if you really want to know which morning, then I will have a look. That morning was uh, 14th of April. She just typed on the messenger. Skippy, do you have this one? And I'm like, oh, because I need to read it. It was recommended. And she sent me some screenshot. I was like, yeah, I have it here. There you go. Wow, that was quick. And I'm like, yes, I've already been looking at it. I saw it among the Goodreads Choice Awards last year. And that sounded as an interesting thing. So I said like, yeah, I'm going to put it uh, on my e-reader, ta-da. But you know how it is. She's like, yeah, this girl recommends it. I don't know. Well, you do know her. No, I don't. You do, Buffy. And I'm like, what? That's not Buffy. And, I'm, and I started to think, and I realized that that was one of the newbie slayers. And yes, the girl is the actress uh, from, from the show. And I found few very lovely pictures of it uh, Eliza and uh, James and the girl and I was like okay so she's recommending this book might be worth a try I did the mistake of the beginner I opened it yeah I know don't tell me don't tell me I know it was a silly move well I open it and I start to read and you know there are books and there are books well this one starts pretty good and uh, yes, I will be talking about it a little bit more. But first, let's talk about the author. And I was cheeky because I needed to find out how to read the name. And lucky me, I found the page of the author and I love uh, the press kit thing pronunciation of my name. Sheeran, like at Sheeran's, Sheeran is close enough. Then Zhao is pronounced like Zhao. Pronoun nouns. Please refer to me as they, them. Despite my current appearance, I've struggled with my gender identity my whole life and much neutral pronouns. Therefore, Sheeran, J. Zhao, I will try to pronounce this way and I will be referring to the author as they. There is a short bio and uh, the author is a New York Times best-selling author of science fiction and fantasy book and as well a very avid uh, YouTuber who makes content about Chinese history and culture. And in case you want to know a little bit more, I will press the link, uh, I will put the link into 
into the description. And the funny fact is that uh, Jiren likes uh, the Instagram cosplays and fancy outfits. She, she, you see, they, they do uh, funny TikToks, uh, videos, and longer YouTube videos about the Chinese history and culture. There is loads of talk about uh, Mulan and the films created with the Chinese history and how accurate they are. And Jiran uh, uh, is a first generation of uh, Hui Chinese immigrant from a small town in China who moved to Vancouver in Canada and where they are living right now. And to be precise, the book I'm going to talk about, it's called Iron Widow. And the official summary is that it's a Pacific Rim meets the Handmaid's Tale in this blend of Chinese history and mecha science fiction for young adult readers. And I was like, okay, that sounds weird, at least. But shortly to get us into the story is that the place where the story happens is a country called Huaxia. But technically it is somewhere in the land called China or former China because this is happening in a far, far future. And there is still a Great Wall, you know, the Great Wall of China. Yes, it's still standing and it's still working. And well, it's protecting the people living inside against a very dodgy uh, mecha aliens that are lurking by on the Great Wall and are attacking it. And that's the reason why one of the provinces behind the wall was lost because these aliens just took over it. And here is the main reason why this story started is because the people of Huaxia are trying to protect themselves and they're using a giant transforming robots that are battling these alien bucks. Let's call them bucks. They are called by by the way Hundons. Hundons? Gosh. God knows how to say it. I'm not sure that it has any pronunciation. I was reading it reading it as a Hundon. And these giant transforming robots are created from that alien husks and are mechanized and they are always driven by a bear. You might starting to guess where this goes. The pair is a boy and a girl, or yin and yang energy, who are using their key to battle the bucks, or hundreds if you want, or the aliens. Choose whichever you like. I'll probably stick to the bucks because in the most of the stories, the author is describing them as bugs or a bug looking like and as I mentioned there always have to be a duo who is piloting that chrysalis or that giant robot and they need to unite their key to be able to 
be able to drive or ride and attack those aliens. The trouble is that, yes, the boys are the heroes because they are saving the land. And every boy dreams to be one of the pilots because that's a hero at the horizon. What is not too much talk about is that female part where the girls are usually, hmm, how to say it nicely, dying because that mental strain of fighting and that key deprivation is usually killing them. Yay. You might say that, uh, what? Well, that's a prompt premise of this story and that's where it starts and before I get anywhere to that further let's talk a little bit about the world of Huaxia just that you get a little bit better idea and then you understand why I have sometimes troubles with this book well the world of Huaxia is probably a very lovely one for those who have loads of money and live in the cities Da, 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 da. Then we have the parts which are more on the frontier, where our main heroine lives, by the way. And well, the main factor, which is very obvious, obvious, is the fact that loads of traditions from a very old past are still kept. Like the wishes for uh, mothers to have sons because they will become maybe the hero of the land, saving and protecting the people against those huge bugs. Well, when you have a daughter, well, you need to think about the fact that she either will offer herself to be a concubine pilot, which would mean that she offered herself to army to have her key taken during the battle or just to be sucked out by the lovely boy who will then probably survive and the girl not or in case that the girl is pretty then she might be sold to the city and maybe become a servant of someone oh because at the frontier there is hardly anyone staying oh and I should not forget to mention that yes there is a very strict rule that the girls need to stay virgins till a very long time because in case they don't then they're that's a big shame on the whole family and the usual way of punishing is that you just put the girl into a big cage and you drown her sounds like something that people some people do with unwanted cats which to me sounds disgusting not just by a sound by a reading by a thought by everything but well it is mentioned several times in the book that yes the family pride is a very important thing especially if you have girls in the family and well you know some strange ideals of the beauty where the girls are let's call it mutilated uh, because well I'm not sure how other way you would call it that someone will uh, 
break uh, your toes to make your feet look smaller. And those of you who've never heard about it, then feel free to search out. And that that's one of the customs from old China. And, uh, well, it's still many. It's a very permanent thing because our main heroine that done to her by her own grandmother because the ideal of a beauty is that woman has a tiny feet, probably not uh, bigger than her hand. And when I compare my hand to my foot... <laughs> no more no more for the comments I would be way too disgusted therefore the world we are talking about is not very how to say it user friendly to women and that's why that's why we have a main heroine uh, Zetian or better said Wu Zetian where the Wu is the family name and well, Wu is now freshly 18 and she offers herself to ARMY to be that concubine pilot because she has a plan. Simple reason is her older sister a few months ago, she to save and uh, to save the family, she offered herself to one of the pilots, one of the best pilots. And uh, she was hoping that by her stay in the army, she will get some money. So her younger brother can, guess what? When the time comes, go and find himself a bride. Yes. Unfortunately, the bigger sister dies. And guess what? She is killed by the pilot. Because we don't know the real reason. But... The sad point is, she didn't die in the fight with those aliens. So that means she wasn't uh, a good listening girl. And she obviously didn't fulfill every wish of the pilot. So he killed her and that's perfectly okay because she obviously wasn't a good concubine. But her family didn't get the money. Because there would be a paycheck in case the concubine dies in, in the fight because she died uh, outside of it, the family didn't get any money. And well, that's the biggest trouble, that they didn't get the money. Not the problem that their oldest, uh, older daughter died, because, well, who cares by the sound of it? And the fact is that the more I know about the family, it... Um, it's it's a bit for crying, but anyways, that's somewhere where our story starts. That Zetian, now freshly eighteen, decides to offer herself into the army, into to same pilot to be a concubine for the same pilot as her older sister, because she wants to revenge herself and the family and she wants to assassinate this super duper pilot person oh we start with that that okay for the fact that zetian lives at the frontier and she all her life listens to how the role of the woman is that they need to just listen 
and be as a doormat for the man, she's very brave and having very rebellious thoughts. And my first thoughts were, except the fact that it does remind me uh, on the book Hunger Games, and unfortunately, yes, it does remind me, then I'm wondering if the girl who is living in this kind of world would be behaving in such a way. And maybe that's my biggest problem with the characters in the comparison to Hunger Games. And I wasn't doing it at that time, the podcast, so it might be only somewhere in the review on the Goodreads. But my biggest problem with the Hunger Games was the fact that Katniss... The story was told from a Katniss point of view, so it was in a first person, and she didn't know whom to choose. It was a proper love triangle going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, one boy, the other boy, one boy, the other one. Back to the Iron Widow story. That's why I was a little bit cautious when I started to read this, and that's why I'm questioning this if Zetian would be like this in the world where she grew up. I admit that good point for her is that before she leaves for the army, we learn that she had a friend, and that friend is a boy from super-duper rich family. But before you start with it, they never had anything together. They were just sitting in the forest and she was learning the stuff from him and they were just talking. Simple reason is Zetian knows that there will be a check at at the army entry that if she is still a virgin, otherwise, you know, you've heard the story. If not, she would be drowned as a pig. I'm skipping this point because it does get me angry, but back to that. So she wants to get her revenge and that's why she sets up. The boy, is he, and it's important to remember him, he is, a, as I said, rich boy from the city. His father is the owner of one of those big TV stations, something. They still do them. And they are, of course, they are, every day they are showing, or every day, when there is a fight with those aliens, then they are always broadcasting them. And everyone is watching it. So, yeah, those parallels with the Hunger Games are, are there, definitely. And he laughs, Zetian. Obviously, she decides that no, no romance, no feelings. I'm going to revenge my sister. And, as I said, the story starts like a day or before the assignment is confirmed and they come to pick her up. Obviously, what Zetian does is that she tells Easy about her plan and he tries to stop it. The, that's not a spoiler, but it doesn't work out and Zetian gets to the army. Obviously, it couldn't go any other way, otherwise we wouldn't have a story. Come on. Very obvious reason. So Zetian gets to the army and she is still a brave enough and, yes, a bit headstrong. 
definitely not uh, one of the girls as all of the others are, she definitely stands out a little bit. And that's why the male pilot will definitely notice her and decides that, okay, you will be my next girl. Yay. Before anything really serious happens, there is an alarm and there is a fight that we need to do. And because they were at that moment at together, Zetian is the chosen one who will be sitting in the yin chair during the fight, while this uh, fancy-mancy ace male pilot will be fighting the super-duper aliens and uh, will be using as well not only his energy or his key, but as well hers. And well, there is a biggest probability that she will die during that fight because what they notice that the girls are usually not able to handle the strain and they're, they are, after the fight, mentally gone. That means that their brain is just not able to handle it and they just die. Let's go to the fight. Da-da-da-da. It's, it's like... The girl and the boy are dressed in a suits that are fitting to those two chairs, which are in that giant transforming robot called Chrysalis, and they are sitting there. But they're mentally, they are in the realm of yin and yang, which are colorfully designed, guess why, or what, black and white, in case you've ever seen the yin and yang sign then you are guessing the the stuff. And, well, from there, they are fighting these uh, aliens. And because we know that uh, Zetian wants to be the assassin, you are guessing it very correctly that she is a little bit like unexpected Harry Potter when she realized that she has loads of power and she has some special gifts and this fight ends, well, it won't be a surprise because she needs to become that iron widow. So you might not guess it, but she kills the mentally the younger cell of, of that uh, male pilot. And technically she kills him. Yay! Kudos to her. The first part ends with that, that when... The fight is over and everyone is cheering that, wow, that was a transformation. That was a really interesting fight. You did it well. Uh, what was going on? We saw that there were some troubles, but then you ended. And so there is the opening. Everyone is broadcasting it, of course. And then there is a dead body of a boy and some young girl above him standing and cheering. You got it now. Of course, people are not happy. The The sages and the commanders who are organizing the army are super unhappy because she killed one of the super top stars. That's the first thing. She is a girl. She has a super high key. And this was not supposed to happen. And what's even more troubling, this was not supposed to be broadcasted because now people are worried. What's that? 
we saw was it a girl is it is it a real girl or is it some ghost maybe it's some alien she might be some danger for us etc 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 and that's why uh, our lovely Zetian gets the label of Iron Widow, which is, I'll take it from the page, a much feared and much silenced kind of female pilot who can sacrifice boys to power up chrysalises instead. Now I would probably use a different word, but that means a huge trouble for everyone who is involved. Uh, and what the army does? Well, they always look for an easy solution. And that's uh, when they uh, realize that she might be a pain in the bottom part, but she has a really good mental strength and her key is super duper. She is paired up with another super pilot, the strongest and the most controversial male pilot. Well... Lee Shimin is uh, another very important player in this story. And he's portrayed as a really a bad side of a story because he's in army because he was sentenced to death because he killed his family. Yeah. And as the story goes, we learn that this uh, super strong but very fearful guy is at the end I can't say uh, a, a gentle and uh, innocent as a lamb but we learn that there are loads of different side, uh, sides of his story and his personality which are not shown and which are definitely not told to the public and one of those is that yes he has a huge drinking problem as the first thing and the drinking problem is because he realizes that whenever he goes to a fight, he kills the girl who is his concubine or who is the co-pilot because he just drains the power and the key out of her. And that's not helping to your mental strength. We as well learn what really happened with the family and why he did what he did. Anyways, I won't tell you everything because I want you to read it as long as you are brave enough and as long as you are willing to go through some stuff which is not super duper ordinary. And as I said, that feminist side of the book can be felt and I would say if not every page, every second page has something that it just like pointing to the fact that the girls in this world are really put down whenever there is a chance there is some rule a general idea that the women are just almost as a thing we have it we use it we, it dies okay we just chuck it no one cares and it's a scary thing how the world at that time in that place is looking at the life of a woman and on the life of a man. <sighs> but we now have the combination of Zetian and Li Shimin and two headstrong people who are danger for the 
whole country, but at the end the country needs them because they are super fighters and how it uh, goes out. Plus, uh, we realize that, okay, in the army there are people who don't like them for obvious reasons. He is the family killer. She just killed the best or the second best pilot in the army. Uh, they are put together just to, you know, get them hopefully maybe to kill each other, hopefully kill her and he will survive, which doesn't work out according to a plan. And they start to somehow cooperate. They are learning the things about themselves. Plus, I already mentioned that rich boy who is in love with Zetian. Well, he gets back to the story and he is now working as their helper as uh, one of those uh, people who are preparing them and looking after them. But on the other hand, somewhere in the background in the army, there is a still will to get rid of them in the best possible way when they win the fight against the terrible aliens and then just to have a clean hands, everyone. Yay! The fact is that Zetian realizes that and she realizes as well that she just needs to juggle the political side of this dirty thing. And there are several, as I said, there are more than just several moments when you're just thinking, okay, I don't want to live in this world. And I definitely don't want to live in this world as a girl. On the other hand, it is very, I would say, eye-opening how some things could go wrong and where and how people are mistreated and how the whole machinery is working which I think that it's a good for reading and understanding because okay this is taking place like um, 2000 years in the future and uh, when when they are talking about the past they realize that okay there were like 2000 years ago there came these bugs and they destroyed the the humanity in the majority and we survived because we had the great wall and so on and then we learned somehow to fight them that's like the background story but it still shows how loads of those things from the old times survived and are even growing on the other hand you just think like how could this really happen really like like really Plus, during that time, our three, now the trio of the heroes, so Zetian, Li Shimin, and Yizhi, are learning a little bit of the backgrounds and they are trying to learn how to cooperate together because, well, there are some revelations in the relationships between all three of them and... I won't tell you because it is an interesting part and, well, you need to read it till like 80% till it gets like, oh, okay, really? Hang on, what? Maybe. Or maybe you will just say, okay, I knew it from the start. Fine, either way. And then we get to the final battle, which reveals a few things. And then... Yes, when I ended it, the last page was like, what? Where is the second part? 
yes, the cliffhanger is there. Would it be good without it? I think it would be very open-ended. And that's why I think that it is a good thing that there is hopefully a plan to have another part. But it shows a very interesting uh, twist and turns. It's not only about the fact that Zetian is trying to survive attempt uh, after attempt on her life. And she just tries to as well find out how or why the pilot system works in such a way that, well, the girls are being sacrificed. She's as well discovering how the world in the cities and how the whole society works and how it is destroying the lives of women. And from this point, I think it's worth to read it. You might have moments when you will be not happy with the book. I have a few of them. You might be thinking that uh, as an 18-year-old girl, would she really behave like this? And there are moments when I would say like, no. But even that fact, I read it till the end. And yes, I'm not sure how I will wait till the year 2023 when it's supposed to come to the next part. I just have to hope that uh, Shiran will just publish it earlier. I might then do the reread. I might be not have such a love and hate relationship with Zetian. On the other hand, it is an interesting way of looking at several aspects of Chinese culture and Chinese history which is brought to a very modern and very futuristic world. And maybe a question if we are in the future, if really this part of the society would be those things that would survive. There is a loads of talk, as I said, about the human rights, women rights, about the beauty ideals, about the minorities, about the differences between the rich and poor, which uh, that gap is growing, about the life uh, in the big cities and at the frontiers or in the small villages. There are loads of very interesting topics which make this book a very entertaining read. However, be aware, as I said, that you might be not happy with it all the time. And with that... I will end it for today, because just read it. You might find it as a marmite. You love it or you hate it. It probably won't be a marmite, because there is just the option you love it or you hate it. In this case, you can enjoy it and you can hate it at the same time. So no no marmite in this case. That's all. Ciao.